Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. The following is an excerpt from a training I did in my Facebook group, Kinsco World Boss Bays. If you're not part of the family yet, head over to Facebook and search Kinsco World Boss Bays to join. Um, I also just wanted to make sure to share these trainings over here because there's so much good content. But if you're hearing me responding to comments and kind of interacting with my group, that's where the weirdness comes. It did start as a Facebook Live. And if you've already seen this Facebook Live, then go ahead and skip over this podcast unless you want to listen to it again and pick up on some other gems. guys I want to make sure actually before I like get into everything there's been a ton of you getting in at the last minute and it's amazing and I'm so excited and I want to make sure all of you guys can get in before we officially start but as soon as you are here tell me hi tell me what up um I want to make sure everything's working hi Briar I feel like I haven't seen you on lives in a while are you snowed in? <laughs> How are you guys doing? What's today? Tuesday? Hi, Whitney. I'm so excited for today's training. I really am. So I have initially had, I was just going to talk about influencers and I'm still going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that, but I realized like it's been a really long time, maybe never that I've done like a full in-depth Instagram training. And so I am very excited. Hi, Dana. Dana, did you just join? I feel like I've never seen you before, and I feel like I remember maybe just accepting you. Hi, Iman. Paige. Kenzie, hi. Oh, my gosh. I love you. Welcome. (laughs) Okay, I'll wait for a few more people to get on. I don't have any, like, crazy embarrassing stories to tell. I feel like I normally, like, start a live with, like, a stupid story. I don't really think I have any stories to tell. I'm going to Disneyland with my sisters next week. So something that I have done the past couple years, just this year and last year, and hope to continue doing, but I still hope to continue tricking them, is I surprise my sisters with Christmas, or with Christmas. (laughs) I surprise my sisters for Christmas with like a trip. So this year, last year we went to Portland and Seattle and I'm the oldest. So I feel like it's like kind of my job to like take care of them. Um, Not that my parents don't, but I just like to do it. So this year we're going to Disneyland and we were going to go to Universal Studios too. I still haven't for sure decided, but I think we're going to go to Disneyland for like the whole freaking week because it's not that much more. Like once you go for like two days, it's like $30 more or something each day to go. So I'm excited. We're like staying on they're like the actual Disneyland place. So we can just like walk out to the park. I'm very excited. You're going next week too. What the heck? Let's meet up. Is everybody going next week? Is it spring break? I'm going to be pissed if it's busy. That's why I kind of feel, it feels like going for a long time would be nice. Cause you like, would it feel stressed? Hi Vicky. I'm seeing a lot of names that like, I don't recognize. Hi Lizzie. So many good people on right now. I'm excited. You're right between Portland and Seattle. Oh my gosh. The Northwest is so beautiful. It was my first time going to Portland or Seattle, any of those places. And it's so beautiful. I just wish it was more sunny. Like I can't do the like, when we went to Seattle, it was so sunny the entire time. And I wanted to move there. And I was like, I know this is not how it really is though. How do you deal with it? Like being 
stormy all the time. Not even stormy, but just like gray skies. I need my sunshine. I'm spoiled. Okay, should we get started? I'm actually gonna put in here, I built kind of like a makeshift, a landing page for my course that is for sale right now. I'll go over more of it in detail later, but I wanna put the link in here. In the meantime, because if you sign up today or tomorrow, you get a week free Voxer access with me, which I've never done that before. Last time I did the first five, but like any of you that sign up in the next two days, even if you use the payment plan, you get a week of free Voxer access. That means you can literally ask me any question, tell me anything that's going on with your life. I am here for you and I'm here to listen to you and it starts as soon as you pay so we can get started working on your business as soon as you pay and you get just unlimited access to ask me any questions that you want. So if you're thinking of doing the Rich Creative Crash course, like these first two days, get in on this insane offer. It's like, I've never done that before. I don't even know what to value it at, <laughs> but it's a real, like it's, you could build your whole business in a week with me on Boxer. So that's a really good um, offer. We have great summers. The clouds get old. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Try on the dresses. Oh, I, the the dressed in long mom jeans. I don't know if I've tried those ones on. I've tried on the other ones and they work. Maybe I'll see if I can. <laughs> I know that you guys love when. I wonder how many of you guys found me from Lex. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Let's get rolling. Guys, also look at my feminist earrings. It's International Women's Day on Friday for all of you and your brands. <laughs> if you are like a female empowerment brand, just something to remember. I don't know if I'm doing anything big on that day, but I do have these earrings from Rosie June and they're amazing. She just wants a collection and there's so many, like I'm obsessed with the girl symbol. It's like my, in my logo and it's always been in my logo, um, the Venus symbol. And she has so many cute ones that I saw that she hadn't even showed me yet. I just was looking and I was like, damn, I have to go live, but I need to buy some stuff. Okay. So Instagram, just to give you guys a little background on like my experience with Instagram and how that came about. So when I first started my business, I was very cocky about Instagram. It was only like a year and a half, well, a year ago, actually, a year ago in January. I keep like not knowing how long ago it was, whatever. It was <laughs> sometime in the past. And I was very cocky with like, my people aren't on Instagram. Like, I'm not trying to just be like another graphic designer on Instagram. I'm not, I was so driven by ego. I've been driven by ego my whole life. Until last year, I realized how truly driven by ego I was. But I was like, I don't want to be another like graphic designer on Instagram who's doing like watercolor designs. If that's what you do, that's fine. Like if you sell watercolor logos, that's fine. There's, there's a market for that. But to me, I was just like, that doesn't feel like me. Like I want to do these huge corporate companies and like people aren't on Instagram looking for that, which first of all, that's wrong. That was like such a limiting belief. I had everything that I said back then. I just want to say to myself, like, blah, blah, blah. None of that is true. None of what you're saying is true. Whatever you believe about Instagram is true, but I had never, up to that point, I had never gotten a client from Instagram. I had had inquiries, but it was people who were like, how much is it for a website? Like, is it like 200, like I have a $250 budget or like a $500 budget. And so I just had like jaded my mind and I was like totally over it. When in reality, everyone's on Instagram. If you're like, even if you're a nerd, like if you're a nerdish CEO of like a huge company, if that's who you're trying to target, which 
I don't know if that's who you should be targeting, but sign up to get boxer access with me and we can talk about your target client. No, but um, no matter who you're targeting, chances are they have an Instagram. And if you're here watching this, chances are you want to make your Instagram your main place. Instagram is fun. Like Instagram is fun. It's a beast, but it's fun. And it's really easy to create a home. When I get on Facebook, even sometimes in this group, I'm like, I miss so many posts. I can't even see what anybody's posting with Instagram. Yeah. We have the freaking algorithm that everybody likes to talk shit on, but loves to use the platform for free. Okay. I'll talk about that later, but you, at least you get to 100% control the way your feed looks. You get to control your bio. You get to control. It's just this tidy little perfect thing. We're going to talk about how perfectionism is the worst thing for your Instagram. But as far as perfectionists go, it's nice. It's tidy. It's clean. Everything makes sense. Everything's lined up. It's like you can create this perfect first impression. I use the word perfect loosely <laughs> for the people that come to your profile. So it's fun, especially if you're doing anything visual, which the Rich Creative Crash Course is for that. If you're a coach, if you're a hairdresser, if you're a wedding planner, if you're a designer, if you're a photographer, if you're a yoga instructor, what, whatever you are, the Rich Creative Crash Course is for you. Um, and this training is for everyone, honestly, because if you're a boutique, if you're selling a product, if you are an influencer, everything you're doing is visually. And so Instagram is the platform for you to be on. It's the platform where you're going to see the most return. And so I decided like, okay, like, I'll put some effort into my Instagram and see how it goes. And since then, since I decided to like dedicate time to Instagram and commit to it, I have gained, there's only been one client in the past year that has come, they came from Pinterest, but they came from Pinterest to my Instagram and then hired me because they followed me on Instagram for a while. So I really truly believe that like no matter where my clients come from moving forward. If they come from my email list, if they come from this Facebook group, if they come from wherever, I'm still guiding them to Instagram because that's my home place. That's where I, you know, you kind of get like a higher level content in the Facebook group, but as far as everything that I do is going to be centered off of Instagram and you have to make that decision for your business. If you're trying to do Facebook and Pinterest and email and blah, 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 and like, and you're trying to do Instagram on top of all of it, Instagram, you have to remember people get paid a excuse me, a full time salary to run an Instagram. Like you can't be expecting yourself to run your business, to do your Instagram, to also start this Facebook group, to do this email list, to do blah, blah, blah. Like that just makes me tired thinking of it. And sometimes I get to points where I start thinking like, I'm like trying to grab for my other thing and I don't know where it is. I like to nervous fidget with things as I'm like talking. Um, anyways, I sometimes get in that place where I'm like, okay, I have to start doing a YouTube and I'm start doing a, this and I need to get more attention here and here and here. And it's like, wait a second. Like, let's come back to like the fact that most of your business is going to come from wherever you put the most effort. And if you're not putting a focused amount of effort anywhere, you're not going to get the business results that you're looking for. And so I have to keep reminding myself this, like Instagram is my main place. It's my home. How am I nurturing my Instagram audience? And because I focused on nurturing my Instagram audience, I have a, a group of very loyal followers that we want to hear what I say. And guess what? I have also lots of people unfollow me all the time. <laughs> and like when I started really showing up, lots of people probably unfollowed me. I don't know. But like the people who are there are there to stay. And that's what you want to create. You want to create this super loyal community. So to start just from the basics, okay, we're going to like get literally down to the basics here. Also look at my, um, my sweater. I'm wearing Valentine's Day in March and I don't care what anybody says. It was spiritual gangster, so it was expensive. So I'm not only wearing it in February. It's cute, huh? Um, 
Okay, Instagram bio. What I want you to think about with the Instagram bio is what does your target client or customer, what is going to make them follow you? Because they're gonna to go to your Instagram and then whatever they see on your Instagram is gonna either make them follow you or unfollow you or just not really care, um, not unfollow you. It's gonna either make, make them follow or not care. Okay, there's things. <laughs> they're either gonna follow, they're, and this is everything that you do with your business. People are gonna follow, they're not gonna care, and guess what, if they don't care, they're not gonna follow or they're gonna like really not wanna follow you. And you want to have the polar opposite of people who love you and people that don't love you because if they don't really care that much, they're not gonna follow. So it's safer to create the yes and the no versus the maybe because the maybe most of the time turns into a no. Like a maybe will never ever ever turn somebody into somebody who's obsessed with your business. You have to get the people that are like, hell yes. Like this is the brand I've been looking for. This is the, you know, the coach I've been looking for. This is the designer I've been looking for. This is the photographer I've been looking for, whatever. So with your Instagram bio, don't waste those characters. Tell your dream customer or client how you're going to help them. Tell them what you are. I mean, you don't have a ton of room, but so many times I see people have like five words on their Instagram bio and it's like, like something cheeky, like here for a good time, not for a long time. I feel like I've said that before. I've never seen that on anyone's profile, except maybe the F boys that... I have cleansed through my life now. No, just kidding. But you know what I mean? It's like, they feel like you feel like you want to have this like kind of kitschy bio. It's like, no, like cool bio, but like, I don't really care about you. And what does that help me know about you? That doesn't help me know anything. So really get clear on what your bio is going to look like and what it's going to say about you and what you can do for your target customer. Okay. And then we have the links on Instagram. Um, so like your website now get creative here. If you are okay, if you are a boutique, you're just gonna have one link to your website, right? But what if you are a designer that also has a podcast that also has like all of these different things you need to link people to. This is why I love Linktree. So there's multiple different ones that you can use. I use Linktree. It's like free. You can pay for $5 extra a month. I don't even know what you get, but it gets it. So you can put every single link right there in your bio without having to change it every single second. Cause you ever, have you ever been in that moment where like Instagram all of a sudden won't let you update stuff and you're like, shiz, like I need to put this website in here and it's not letting it load. Um, it also just, it feels kind of like spammy to be always changing that link in there with link and bio. You can just put, okay, this is my first one. It's all, I'll link it or send me a message if you want the link too. Cause it's like L Y N K. You could put the first one website, second one, um, podcast, third one, uh, article that I was featured in, blah, blah, blah. And then you can put all your links. Remember you want to be giving people the most amount of value possible. And so if they're going and clicking at the link in your bio, you want them to have lots of options and you want them to be able to explore your brand and explore your business and really get to know you. Um, okay. The other thing is please, please, for the love, make it easy to pay you. And I guess this doesn't really have as much to do with Instagram, but so many times I will like go to people's like bios or I mean, go to people's profiles and they're maybe selling art or they're a photographer or whatever. And I'm like, I want to work with you, but I have to keep saying yes to you. Like you want to make it so easy for your client to say yes Yes, I want this. Yes, here's this. Yes, I'm going to pay you. If you're selling something, if you're selling art and maybe you just have like a PayPal link or something, I feel like a lot of like artists and designers just use PayPal, have your PayPal link right there so people know where 
to buy stuff from you. I bought the cutest art from a girl who is so talented. Um, I'm excited to share it when I get when I get it. I like there's so many of you artists that I just want to buy so much stuff from. But I when I was like having this interaction with her, she was like, yeah, like here's a link to my. I kept being like, yeah, like I'm I'm obsessed. I want it, and I kept waiting for her to send me a link, and it was like this conversation, and finally she sent it to me, and I'm like. How much easier would that have been for me to just go to her profile, click on it, and click buy again? And then she was having a sale later. I hope she's not watching this. If she is, I love you, and I'm just giving you free business coaching. But she was having a sale later, and I was like, I want that, but I don't really, like, I don't have time to message her and go through that, and I know it'll just get lost in my DMs. Whereas if it was something I could just go to her bio and click and purchase, easy as pie. Like, don't make the excuse that you can't build a website. If you are somebody with a creative mind, go freaking get Squarespace, go get one of the drag and drop builders, like make it easy for people to pay you. If you want money to flow easy, you have to make it easy for it to come to you. Okay. Daily feed posts. So the, the thing about Instagram is it is a content monster. You are going to go through so much content and you always got to keep it fresh. But guess what the good part of that is? The content doesn't just go away. You, you know, when you post on like Instagram or if you like send out, or I mean, you know, when you post on Facebook or if you send out an email or whatever, people are going to read it and then it's going to go in the trash or maybe it'll be on your Facebook feed, but who the heck knows how Facebook feeds are organized with Instagram. Again, it's like, it just is laid out so, so pretty and you're creating a stockable brand. Nothing is more frustrating to me than when I figure out like, okay, like somebody's rebranding and I go to their profile and they've deleted everything. I'm like, why did you do that? Why did you delete everything? Who cares if it's like off brand from your current brand? You still, the more posts you have, the more people are going to trust you. So that's why it's really important. If you're in a place where you're like, I'm wanting to start this thing, but I'm not sure. Like I, and I don't have like the perfect content. I literally don't give enough. Like I need you to start posting and start posting consecutively. If you have zero followers, like I don't care how many followers you are and please don't be a slave to perfection because guess, I mean, I've done that before. I've been in a place and if I go like down and look at some of my old designs, I'm like, I freaking hate this, but I don't delete it because it's part of my story and it's part of my path. And some people might resonate with it, with that. And guess what? It's a lot more fun for people to scroll down and keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and feel like they're like really like getting deep into like my life than for them to just like see my nine perfect posts and be like, cool, like another perfectly curated brand, you know, like people don't want that. They want to get to know the real you. So if you're one of those people that has deleted your stuff and you're starting from scratch, it's okay. But today is a new freaking day and go post 12 posts. Like let's get you building up that stockable brand. Because honestly, like a lot of times I, I, at this point in my life will have people reach out to me and they're like, Hey, I, um, like I just started following you and I've been stalking you and I'm obsessed. Like, can I hire you as my coach? And guess what? That wouldn't happen if I had nine posts, they would have to sit there and build that trust. But because I have this brand now and because I've built this all out and I've built this business that has all this content, so much content, so much me blabbing my freaking trap. <laughs> like, it's just me talking all the time. But guess what? Even though that sometimes might feel old to me and maybe it gets old to you guys too. When somebody comes to my profile, they're like, what the, like, 
all of this stuff, all this stuff I can learn, her podcast, this, it, they can binge my content for a day and decide to work with me like that. Instead of having to sit and be like, I don't know, like I still need to build trust. Your Instagram, no matter if you're a service-based provider or a product-based, like a boutique or whatever, your Instagram is your portfolio. You're showing everything that you've done. And it's okay if you have moved on and your style has like progressed and whatever, that's okay. It's way more important to have the content out there. It's way more important to have a brand that people can like really dive into. Okay. Instagram TV. Oh yeah. Thank you Paige for posting link tree. Yes. Yes. People unfollowing you is just honestly, you, the way you have to look at it is it's just like, they like, thank you for being here, but like, I'm actually glad you're not here because I don't want you first of all to be following me and not helping my like ratio. Like I care way more about how many likes you're getting versus how many people follow you versus just the pure amount of followers. Like if you're following me, when a new person follows me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to show the F up and provide my be best content to them so that they become a lifetime fan instead of just being like, Oh, like another number. Well, I'm still not at 10 K. I don't have swipe up. <laughs> like, Let me squash the swipe up rumor, not rumor, but tail. There are all sorts of studies and all sorts of people I follow who have 10K that say people still go to the link in their bio more. Because yeah, you can swipe up, but how often do you see something you like from something, whether it's a course or a service that they're offering or it's a boutique or whatever, and you click on their profile and then you go stalk them and you're like, oh, like, yeah, I love this. I also love this. I love this. Okay, I'm going to shop now. Like, it's about getting people to say yes to you. It's not about tricking them into buying something. It's not because you have swipe up, people are just going to like, you're going to trick them into buying from you. Like, it's it just, I wish it was that awesome because if you could, <laughs> I would be pushing to get to 10K. But it's more about like, again, building that platform where people establish trust. Um... Thanks, Mercedes. Sometimes my captions, I get tired. But that's another thing with captions. I actually didn't put this in my outline. But you have so much free space on Instagram to do what you want. And so if you're post about to post like a really good selfie or something, something that you're like, this is so gorgeous, or this is really good content, please, for the love, please, 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 like, could I shake your beautiful little head and kiss you? <laughs> <laughs> do not let it go away with like a stupid caption. Like you better put some, some magic in that caption if it's going to get a lot of engagement. Um, I also feel like my captions, I can post stupid things, like not stupid things, but just, you know, when you have like filler content that you're like, I don't really know what I'm going to post today. So I'm going to post this random thing. I can post random things. And if I do a good caption, people like it. It's just another way to provide value. It's another way that your people can establish that trust. About how many posts would you say is enough to build that trust start when starting from zero? I would honestly say, oh, that's so hard. That's a really hard question. But if you're starting and you want to have like a business that people are coming to you and trusting you right off the bat, I would say 30. 30 feels like, let me like look at my Instagram. It's sometimes hard to visualize that. I feel like 30, 30 feels like a lot, but... That's why you can't get like too caught up on the, the perfectionism. Okay. 
30 feels good. I feel like 30, I just pulled that number out of my ass, but like, I really do feel like 30 is the number that around there where it's going to be like, okay, like I can see she does good work and I can also see she's legit and she's, I like know Kenzie, she does design and she's amazing. Um, but I feel like that's the amount that they're like, oh, she's really talented. And also she knows her shit. And like, she's been here for a while, like done. She's hired. Uh, assess with my thank you so much for listening my podcast is so fun it's like one of the funnest things I've started I love it yes and you know what flat lays are hard <laughs> I've learned that like flat lays the only way I can take them is in the direct sun and also my I bought these lights off of Amazon I'm actually going to link them after because they're freaking amazing actually hold on I'm going to show you guys this is just because I love you guys. Oh, actually, I have one right here that isn't plugged in. So this, I bought this, <laughs> but you guys aren't expecting this, but it's amazing. So I have two of them right now. It came with two umbrellas and the tall ones and then this like short one, but I have put it like next to flat lays or over top of flat lays or whatever and tried for that natural lighting. And it's amazing. And it was 60 bucks, I think, for all of this, like two tall ones that I use for like my Facebook lives and these. So that's a complete side note, but <laughs> about perfection. Yes. <laughs> that. I feel like I'm like all over the place. I'm like also get these lights, but I 100% feel you. There's so many times that I'm like, oh, I don't really want to post this. And like, it's even scarier if you're showing up, if you're showing up on video and talking about these things, guess how many times I watch my videos and I'm like, my face is so freaking crooked. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you guys that, but it like goes deep. Like, like sometimes I'm like, do I freaking need to get plastic surgery because my face is so crooked? It's not in like a, like I'm not depressed about it, but it is something I think about when I'm sitting there looking at my face talking all freaking day long. And so I just think my motto when you're building your confidence and building your brand in the beginning and getting over perfection is just like post it and forget it and don't overthink it. Um, in the very beginning, I could not, um, in the very beginning, sorry, I just got a text. I need to turn off my notifications because they sidetracked me. Um, in the very beginning of my podcast, I could not listen to my podcast over again. I hated the, the things I would say. I hated how often I said like. I hated how often all of these different things. And now I'm like used to it and I listen and I hear the content I provide and it's not like this insecurity thing, but it starts in the beginning. It's just like posting it and forgetting it and moving freaking on with your life. And I would say that's a really big thing too about Instagram. Um, one of the things we talk about in rich creative and just all my courses in general, we talk about, yeah, we talk about this in basically every course I offer. You have to step into the role as CEO. So if you're wanting a six-figure business, if you're wanting a million-dollar business, like, do you think is a million, it feels even silly to say, but do I think, like, as a million-dollar business owner, I'm going to be sitting here with my phone, and I'm going to be like, oh, how many likes did I get on this post? No, like I'm not going to be doing that. You know, I'm going to be busy doing bigger things. So I think there really is a big energy shift towards like, I know this content is good. I'm posting it and letting it happen as it should. And just moving on with your life. Cause again, it's not about this one single post. It's not about this one post that is going to take, make your brand millions. It's about consecutive posts over and over again. And that's what can be hard about Instagram, but that's, what's also really liberating and fun. Your Instagram, you're literally like just telling a story. You're telling the story of the life you offer and it's fun. Like you, you have to have just kind of like a fun attitude about it. Um, 
trying to give value in each caption and post is hard for me. What is your advice when it comes to writing captions? Do you just say whatever first comes to your mind? Okay, so this, what I like to really focus on with captions is I focus on what I'm selling or what I'm going to be selling soon. So, and this will differ for everyone. So if you are just selling a service in general, so say you're just going to be a designer, um, you, so your service is that you do design work. Every single caption should have, should loosely tie in with that. You can do random captions every once in a while, but it should kind of have to do with that. Um, and this becomes easier with time, of course, but the way I like to write captions is just write, you have to think of like, okay, clickbait, like I, because it shortens it. So I do the first one and it's just like clickbaity title, right? And then the next, I like just kind of write some random things. But honestly, when I first, now I just kind of wing them. But when I first started out, I would keep like a list of notes. And if I saw a quote I liked, I would write it down. If I, if I had a thought, excuse me, if I had a thought like, oh, this, this, I would write it down. So literally, if you like looked at my iPhone notes, it's just like, I have them pulled up right here on my computer. And it's just like rows and rows, rows, progress over perfection. You're a badass bitch. <laughs> like all this stuff. Get quiet with yourself. It's just all of these random things that like I write down. If I hear like a song lyric I like, I'm like, yep, that would be great clickbait. Like it just create this title, do a little bit of rambling and then give them some sort of call to action, like some sort of um, go hit the link in my bio or remember Instagram, the game, it's long game and it's teaching your people to say yes to you. So you follow me on Instagram. The next step was getting you to say yes, to join this Facebook group. And with each of those steps, you're offering them more and more value. Hopefully the next step is you'll sign up to buy one of my courses one day when they feel right for you. Or if they don't, it's okay. That's, that's also the energy you have to have with your Instagram is it can't be like, Oh, all these freaking people following me and nobody cares about me and nobody's buying my stuff. It's like, of course they don't when you're talking that, like when you don't appreciate them for being there, you just kind of have to show up, provide value and hope that you'll attract the people and not even hope, like hope feels like the wrong word. It's more like, know that you're going to attract the people who need your services, but you do have to keep training them to say yes to you. So whether that's they join your email list, they download something from you, they use like one of your desktop wallpapers any of that type of thing is getting them to say yes to you over and over again. I can't believe it's already been 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, Lex. I think I was just talking about you a while ago. Maybe that wasn't. I get confused. It might have been on my podcast. Use white poster board. Yes. Yes. I, like, have all this random white poster board in my room. Try coming up with a list of 15 to 20 topics for the month. You know what to talk about from there. Try to jot down each one. Yes. I love that. I love that. And this is something that, like, you will get, it will get easier too. The more you do it, it really will. Okay. Next. I want to talk about Instagram TV and why I am actually absolutely loving it. So I've been doing a new thing where I'm doing like a short nine to 10 minute video every single day on my Instagram TV. And I'm getting like, I don't know, 50 ish views on each, but guess what? 50 ish people committing to watching my video every single day for 10 minutes. Do you think those 50 people are going to become lifetime fans? Yes. Like when you're showing up and providing so much content to them, people don't care if it's perfect. People don't care if it's like this perfect styled thing when you're showing up and giving to them from a place of like genuine wanting to help them. And this is where it comes, becomes important to really realize like the why of your business. Why are you doing what you want? Like, what is the purpose of you doing this? Um, and when you're coming from that place, people care way less about the perfection. And that's what's cool about like Instagram TV and Instagram stories is you don't have to show up in this perfect way. Like 
it, it doesn't have to be this perfectly curated thing. Like it's just like you showing up and talking and people casually watching it. I like to really keep the other elements of Instagram really casual. I keep my feed really nice and like I really value my content and I really make sure that feels good because again, that's people's first impression of you when they get there. But your Instagram stories, your highlights, all of that stuff, it can be super casual. Like you don't have to worry about that other stuff because it's not first impression. That's more when people are really diving into finding out what your brand is about. And now with Instagram TV, I just found out that you can share it on your feed, which is amazing because then people, the way it works, you might've seen it before. I haven't seen it, but Lexi told me about it. The way it works, it shows up just as a regular post and you can start watching it and then you click to watch the rest. So you have to understand if Instagram is your main platform, please integrate everything Instagram is coming up with. Like everything that Instagram is coming up with, it's going to serve you the best. For example, like on stories, if you don't have 10,000 followers, because remember, I sometimes skip over the basic stuff, but you can't have swipe up where you swipe up to a website until you have 10K followers. I've had people ask me that question before, but you can swipe up to an Instagram TV video. So you can get people to start saying yes to you in these ways where you're not taking them off the platform yet, but it's a really easy way for them to say yes and get, get to know your brand. And Instagram TV is a way that that's so easy. Just freaking buy it. I bought a tripod for my car and I sit there and I talk about the things that pertain to what I'm selling or the things that just strike me as inspiration. Um, and it has become a really easy way to kind of share my truth. Okay. Now I didn't really like do this linear. My mouth is getting very dry. I didn't really do this linear. Like this is how I, that's kind of how I had planned, but I'm all over the place. Um, so that's what's happening, but I want to talk about one of like the first really big months I had my first, I think it was like a $15,000 month or something. Um, I, how it happened is somebody who like had followed me, she had 7,000 followers. Okay. She shared one of my quotes I had designed, one of my original quotes I had made, tagged me and one of her followers, a business owner followed her and came and, um, followed me. And since then they became one of my branding BFFs, which is one of my, it's like my highest level. I don't even offer it anymore, but it at the time was my very highest level offer. And from that one share that cost me nothing. So the point of this is with your Instagram, you need to be creating shareable content. Now, if you're not a designer, don't freaking worry. It's really easy to create shareable content. First of all, Take my 21 day content creation challenge. That's not what I'm selling here, but it's good and it's freaking cheap. But second of all, you can create shareable content by going and getting those alphabet beads from the store and typing it out that way. Or literally like the, the quote that she shared was one of my simplest, simplest designs. It was literally just text like on a pink square, but people care about what it says. So if you find a really cute quote or think of something really cute, type it up post it, share it as a wallpaper or whatever, people are going to share that shit. Like that's what it comes down to. And my business has grown so much from people sharing. Um, so create shareable content, create content that people want to share. And that's going to get your name out there. So, so easy. And this is what's really important too, as you're like building the other elements of your customer experience. And I'm going to post about this on Instagram tonight, but I like started doing sticker packs. I'm mailing out the second round tonight, but I started doing these sticker packs and because most people, when they get them, they will post about them on their Instagram because people just like posting about cute stickers. And that to me, like that is worth it. Uh, I, 
let's like move into talking about influencers because I feel like that kind of has to do with it. So a couple weeks ago, I got reposted by Bando, which they have like, I want to say like 500,000 followers or 600,000 followers. They're like the brand that I would have before said like, they're my dream to be reposted by. Um, but it happened and I maybe gained 20 followers. Like maybe. And the people who follow Bando, I would say they are 100% my target clients. And so why? Like, why is that happening? Why did a great photo get 5,000 likes or however many likes it got and I only gained 20 or 30 followers? Because the influencer game is changing. And I think people are so used to seeing these huge brands reshare content from people that they don't even care to click. And they don't even, it doesn't, people are overwhelmed. People are overwhelmed with content. They're content. <laughs> content they're overwhelmed with people to follow it's just like this game of there being so much out there and so first of all the best place if you're working with an influencer to have them post is stories and to have them talk about your brand why they like you why they liked working with you why they recommend you because that's going to instill a lot more trust than just a random tag a random photo they shared with a tag right Second of all, please, please focus on micro influencers and focus on the people who found you. Don't reach out to people. Focus on the people who are already there who may have, you know, 1500 followers. Some of my best people, I mean, again, that girl who had 7,000 followers, she brought me probably a hundred followers and some of my highest paying clients. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter about the numbers. Sometimes somebody with way less followers will bring you a lot more loyal fans because the fans who follow them, they're not being shoved like new brands down their throat every single day. It's a person who doesn't normally share about stuff like that, but they really like what you're doing. And so they share. And I also think this is what, what's really important to create a shareable customer experience. So when your brand, when people work with you, whether you're a service-based provider, whether you are a, you know, a boutique owner, whether you are an influencer, whatever, when people work with you, I want them to have something that they can share to Instagram. Whether this is a funny thing you put on your client inquiry form, whether this is, uh, like one of the things, one of the bonus trainings that comes with the rich creative crash course is something about email lists and how I use them and how I doubled my using a quiz. And I grew my Instagram following a ton by that too, because everybody was taking this quiz and sharing it. So I'm going to teach you exactly how to create that quiz too. Um, but creating something like that, a quiz, something that's shareable, focus on people creating shareable content that people who don't have a ton of followers are going to share. And then their people are loyal to them and they trust them and they know that what they're sharing comes from a true place. That's what's so important. And I really think that like having that in mind as you do everything in your business, like how are people going to share this? How are people going to do this? It, it takes so much pressure off. The bigger I grow, it feels like the quicker I'm growing with doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like that snowball effect, but that's, what's really, really important about the rich creative crash course is I've taught you everything I've done to get my business to the $20,000 easy months. Okay. And, and beyond like everything I've done to get my business to this place. And the really cool part is like, now I'm not doing anything different in my business to grow to a million dollar business. I'm just doing the same thing and continuing because that's where the growth comes. So by the end of the rich creative crash course, you will have a business that like it's solid and ready to go and it will grow you to however freaking big you want your business to be because these steps are everything that takes you to that point. Um, and I would honestly say that like Instagram has been the keystone of my success. Having you have everybody in your pocket, you have billions of people in your pocket who don't know about you yet. 
who don't know about the service you offer. Like it's the most abundant place in the world, but it can also feel like the least abundant place in the world if you're spending too much time on it. So again, snap it when you're feeling like you're scrolling through and you're looking how this person, this photographer worked with this people and I want to work with this brand and I want to do this and this designer got to do this and this coach is now coaching this person, blah, blah, blah. Like snap yourself out of it and realize would the multi-million dollar CEO version of myself be scrolling and comparing myself to others? <laughs> like I sure as hell hope not. So you kind of just have to snap yourself back into that moment. Oh my gosh, that's how you found me is from Bandeau. I'm not going to talk shit anymore about that story because that's how Dana found me. Well, thanks for being here, girl. You know what? That I have them to thank for Dana and for that. No more shit talking. I saw this girl with 60K poster quote. Oh my gosh, you're so nice. Thanks for telling her, Kenzie. That's so nice. I saw Amber Rose, like, um, I don't know if you guys know who Amber Rose is. She's like a rapper or something. She has this company that has tons of followers. And I was like stalking it one day and I was like, what the hell? They like reposted my quote. But here's what I truly feel. It's so easy to get in this place of like, seeing people posting your stuff and be like, like, you know, it's like easy to like get into this monster mode. But first of all, you'll have people who love you and like support you and tell them to tag you like Kenzie. <laughs> Everybody needs Kenzie to watch their back. Um, but you also have to realize like for me, I'm like, my style is getting out there and these things are getting out there. And you know what? If this random person found me from a way, I don't know how the hell they found me. At least I know my brand is growing. And I really try hard, like not to focus on those things because it can be hard, especially when you're creating your own content. And just to go into the energetics of everything, like when you're getting really mad about somebody sharing this or when we get so frustrated with the algorithm. Okay. And people, I haven't really talked about the algorithm. Do you guys have any questions in the algorithm? about the algorithm. Um, so anyways, I hear people talk so much shit about it. And I want to say, um, by the way, do you remember this, that everything in this is free to you? Like literally every single thing you do on this platform is free. So why, first of all, why do you think you're like entitled to complain about it? Second of all, do you think if you're sitting in a profile and being mad and having this desperate energy of I need more followers, I need more likes, I need more comments that anybody is going to want to do that? Do you think people then realize like, does she want my comment or does she want to provide value to me? Does she like want to show up and give me like this love? Um, one of my friends and clients was telling me she gets like 300 ish likes on her photos. Um, and she was like complaining about her engagement. And I was like, so she was telling me how many like downloads she gets on an average podcast episode. And she was telling me it's like 700 and up. And I'm like, who the F cares if you're getting 300 likes on your podcast, if you're getting 700 people to actually say yes to you, the likes don't matter. Who knows if somebody came to your post and saw your thing, they're like, Oh, like I have to hire her to work on this. They're going to be like, that matters. Like, all I care is like, if I'm getting them to commit and like to do this thing, that's going to change their life. Like, that's what I care about. It's not about these other things. It's not about, I think where this insecurity comes from is it's our ego. Like, yeah, sometimes Instagram's scary because people can see everything. People can see how your posts are doing. People can see all of that, but guess what? No one cares. Everybody's too insecure about their numbers to even think about you. And if they're thinking about your numbers, like, let them go F themselves with their energy because that's the stupidest shit I've heard. That income a month. 
Well, that's your problem. That's your problem. You have to, I talked about this on one of my podcast episodes. You have to normalize the big numbers. Like in my mind, when I think about like my dream, it's a billionaire. Like I want to be a billionaire. I've always wanted to be a billionaire. And because of that, I've never, and it's a balance. Obviously you have to be content where you're at, but you have to normalize these big numbers because guess what? The minute you normalize them is the minute they'll come true to you. It's the minute they don't become scary. And like, it just happens. Yes, I can be in your head 24 seven. Sign up for the Rich Creative Crash Course and you get me in your pocket for a week. <laughs> or I do also offer like Voxer coaching all the time, which is fun. How much these things I notice just by being on Insta and observing, so it seems obvious, but hearing you explain. Oh my gosh, yay. Okay, do you guys have any other questions? I mean, I like have some other po or other notes, but I was just really going to kind of do like a little rant about perfection and how freaking lame it is. And it's so hard not to have that. And especially if you're like a creative person or a person who really like you care about what you do, you want everything to be out there. Perfect. But what I have to remind you is by you being perfect and by you, your ego winning, your fear winning, being afraid somebody's going to call you out on some thing that you made a mistake or it doesn't look exactly how you'd want it to, you're robbing the world of your good. Like, please freaking remember that. That is Satan winning. Like Satan's biggest tool, the doubt, like whatever you want to call him, badness, I don't know. Is Satan like politically incorrect? Anyways, I call him Satan. His biggest tool against you is self-doubt and fear. And he wants you to be afraid. He wants you to doubt yourself. He wants you to not post those things that are going to maybe help women feel empowered or whatever your why is. He wants you not to do that. So every single time you give into that perfection feeling or like cower down or play small, you are not living up to your purpose and you are robbing the world of everything good that you could give it. So like ask yourself that next time. That's what I always have to remind myself when I'm like becoming a perfectionist and wondering about this. I'm like, no, like just post it, get it out there. Even if one person benefits from it, it will be like worth it. And it's really surprising. A lot of times these things that I'm like, oh, like I don't like even care about this, but you know, what? I'm just going to post it because I made it. I'll have so many messages come in. Like this was my best podcast that I've heard. I exactly needed to hear this. So just trust those things. When you have those ideas, when you have those like, things come to your mind that you want to talk about, please, please trust them because that's coming from somewhere and that's coming from somewhere that it needs to be shared. And nothing feels worse than like, if you feel like you're holding in all this stuff. Sometimes I still feel like that. I'm like, ah, like I want to tell all the things I want to talk freaking nonstop. But I'm about to lose my voice, but nothing feels worse than if you're like, Oh, like I'm like playing small. I don't know how to share what I want to do. I don't know how to start my business. It feels good to get out, start building your business, start telling these things, start sharing your truths. Nothing feels better. I honestly feel like I sleep so freaking good at night when I've been up sharing my truth. And it's not in like a tired way. It's in a way like, okay, like I've done my thing today. I've done my purpose. Okay. Does anybody have any other questions? Recommend sharing other people's shareable content more. Design your own. What have you noticed? Um, both. Here's the thing like about designing content. And I talk about this in the 21 day content creation challenge. Please don't spend all your time designing content. If you're not a designer or somebody who like it would benefit them, um, both are very valuable because guess what? They're going to tag both people. And sometimes I'll see people share my content and tag me, but then people share it and tag them. And guess what? I don't care. <laughs> it's the butterfly effect. You know what? If it helps their business, it helps their business. So both is good. Honestly, like 
even something that I want to talk about with Instagram stories that some people sometimes forget is the more you post on Instagram stories, the more views you will get 100%. So I feel like I've burped so much, but it's because of this stupid Sprite. <laughs> Look, you can be unprofessional and still make good money. And that's what I teach you in the Rich Peter Graduates. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, anyways. Oh, so the more you post your Instagram stories, the better. You're supposed to shoot for like every two-ish hours because every single time you post, okay, your thing is going to get further and further behind. But then when you post again, comes back. And then maybe some other people post, post again, comes back to the front. So you want to keep being at the front of people's things that they're viewing. And so this is a really good place to like share other Instagram posts. You can press like the little paper airplane and it comes up and it's just such an easy way. You're like, love that quote, share, done. You're popped back to the front of people's stories. Your name is back in their mind. But as far as also sharing other people's content, it's good and it's easy and it's instant content. Like that's what you have to remember about it is it's an instant way to be building more of your brand. If it's a quote that you see and you love and it like stands out to you, done. Like you're building your brand that way. I gotta start thinking bigger. Yes, girl. You do have to start thinking bigger and realize like, here's the thing that I have to tell myself. Cause sometimes it's so easy to be like, I think this is a thing that we do as women, but we're like, I'm so like materialistic. Like, why do I want more money? Why do I want this? Why do I blah, blah, blah. And you have to realize that like, your dreams, I've said this before, your dreams came to you as a roadmap. So if you're sitting there thinking and you're like, oh, it would be so awesome to like start making 3K extra a month for my business. It's like, uh, okay, then freaking do it. Then start making 3K a month for your business because guess what? The people that you're going to help along the way with that, the people that are going to help you get to 3K that you're going to in turn help, they needed you. They needed you to show up. They needed you to show up for your dream. And that is your roadmap to life. Don't hide from it. Don't play scared. Don't do any of those things. Just follow that roadmap. And again, this, these things that I did, it didn't happen overnight. It's the long game. Like I said, the rich creative crash course, I'm not going to teach you how to make this money overnight, but I'm going to teach you how if you follow these exact steps, you could get to the place that I am in six months easily. You would get there quicker if you were doing all of these things. It's just about having patience and showing up every damn day, every damn day, excited about your business, excited about what you're selling, excited about the service you offer. How do I get out of the mindset that I shouldn't be charging large amounts of money for my time, but I know I'm putting in the effort and dedication. Okay. This is a hard, so we talk about this a lot in the course, but pricing is a direct reflection on your self-worth. And so the first thing I would say is like work on loving yourself and no, like realizing what a freaking badass you are and people are knocking down your doors to pay you. Like get in that mindset of people want to pay me this much and then just start slowly raising it. So I have done $250 websites. Like a couple of years ago, I did a few $250 websites. Like I'm not ashamed to admit it. Last year, I did a few $500 websites when I was like, just starting to build. And guess what? I just started gradually raising that. It was like, okay, five in fact, that's ridiculous. Like you, that's so cheap. But I started at 500 and then I was like, okay, 750 is my new minimum. Okay. A thousand is my new minimum. Okay. 5,000 is my new minimum. Okay. 10,000. Like you just keep raising that bar and keep raising it as it feels comfortable to you. Because if you raise your prices too high and you feel insecure about it, you're not going to attract anybody. So you do, it's, it's definitely a balance of like this versus this. Okay. I feel comfortable with this. So I'm going to do this. And then just kind of inching your way up. I, I'm somebody who I like to like keep it steady and just keep it slowly raising. Um, 
because I think that builds the most, first of all, it builds like a steady business because here's the thing, you could have a huge month and then low and huge and low and go viral and this, but like, I want you to gradually have those, like, it's so weird because Facebook live is like opposite of what it looks like in real life. But anyways, the goal is to create that just constant growth. And if that looks like this, that's fine. If that looks like this, that's fine. But we're just focusing on that constant improvement. Um... <laughs> yes. Lexi's good at being at the front of stories. Don't usually go more than the first five stories, right? Okay, listen to that. Everybody listen. She doesn't go more than the first five stories. Remember that all your people doing that are the same. Same with me. I like watch the first five people who are there and then I like get too bored. Okay, so just to tell you like a little bit about what the Rich Creative Crash Course exactly includes, remember, if you freaking want to be here and you want like a boxer access to me, I want to get to know you for like a week. It sounds so freaking fun and get to know your business. Um, you have to sign up by tomorrow night and you can get in with the payment plan for as low as $169, which is freaking insane. I like, sometimes I wonder if I should like jack the price up because the value is so good, but I want... I just want everybody to be able to make money doing what they love. Like nothing hurts my ears more than somebody being like, oh, like it just isn't working for me. I'm like, oh, let, please let me help you. Like do this, do this, start meditating, start Like I just want to tell you all the things. And so I want as many of you to get in as possible. But it's 10 video modules. It's available all right now. So you can literally sign up right now and binge all the content tonight and then message me all for the next week and we could get your business like freaking ready to rock it. Um, so the first module is about goals. And now a lot of questions about badass, or I mean, boss Bay branding school versus this one, boss Bay branding school is a lot about the brand. There's definitely a lot of topics that overlap and the rich creative crash course is mainly for service-based providers. Again, you could get value out of it either way, but it's mainly for service-based providers because I'll explain why later. So goals, we talk about your goals, thinking big, thinking huge, realizing anything's possible and also setting goals that empower you because it's so easy to set goals and be like, well, like I'm stressed out. I don't want this. So goals to empower you Two, we talk about you or your biz talking all about building self-worth self-confidence because this is so huge, especially on Instagram. Like when you're showing up and showing your face all the time, that's a huge thing I teach. It's everything. Like if there's one thing you take from this live, please take that. You're going to start showing up every day. Like you're going to start showing up in your business in a literal sense and in an energetic sense. Like if you want to make, take this seriously, I think what sometimes happens is we're like, Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. But you don't apply it because you don't, you're not really believing it's going to work. So believe that will work for you and start showing up every single day, please. If there's one thing you take from this. Um, but the second week I call them weeks, but it's videos. Essentially. We are going to talk about building self-worth and self-confidence. Third week is all about mindset, learning the capacity of what you can create. There's also a bonus meditation for service-based providers um, where it's just a quick, easy nine-minute meditation. Listen to that for the next three months and tell me that your business isn't booming. I promise. Because that what that does is that just opens up the subconscious. Like that opens up your subconscious and speaks right to it. So listen to that once a day, every single day, and you're going to rewire those limiting beliefs like that. Then we talk about finding your niche, niching down, how important that is, um, how to find your place in the market. And then week five is about business basics. That's about what learning what works and what doesn't work and kind of finding your business strategy. Week six is all about pricing. We talk about money, money mindset, all of these hurdles that it can be hard to like price yourself as a creative. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and when I say creative, I mean service-based provider. 
Um, number seven is all about social media. We're gonna get really clear on how you're gonna start showing up in your social media, how you're gonna build this tribe of people that are obsessed with you. Number nine is all about making it easy. This is about settling in. Um, I was talking to one of my coaches and I was like, this past month was one of my most successful months. I made, just so you guys like know, I made a little over 24,000. And I feel like I barely worked, <laughs> quite frankly. Like, I mean, I maybe worked 10 hours a week. And, but guess what? It started with me the first month of my business working 18 hours a month. But week nine is all about settling into that and releasing control and like having these really big months, but not having them feel hard. And then week 10 is all about continual success. We go into all of the things that we've learned and like how to apply them and how to move forward. Because again, at the end, you're going to have this business that could be a literal multi-million dollar business. Like I'm teaching you everything you need to grow. And then you just have to give it time and do those things consistently. And that those changes are going to happen. But I've had people go from quitting their jobs to within the next two months after taking this course, making $7,000 months easily. So I just like, if you're in a place where you're ready to take it seriously, like this is for you. And join soon so we can talk on Boxer. I want to talk to all you guys. But I wanted to show you, I printed out all of the worksheets. So just so you can understand how much worksheets. Wow. Isn't that amazing? 50 pages of worksheets through this whole thing. And this is all available now. Like all of this stuff is available for you to purchase download, get to doing it. To be honest, this was expensive to print from FedEx. It was freaking 50 bucks for 50 pages. So I recommend buying a printer if you're going to want to print it in color, or maybe you already have a printer. But anyways, so much good content. There's the bonus training on email that's going to go up at the end of this week. It's just going to be so good. Um, Website has it all. Blog, articles, photo business. Is it sustainable to promote my business on my main account when I'm trying to also sell a product, but also a lifestyle brand? Or just hope, just good to have two separate Instas. Here's the thing. I maybe should have a separate Insta for my personal life, but guess what? I don't have time. And so you need to decide where's your time best spent. I like to have one main hub where everything goes off of. And then you're literally building the brand that's based around you and it all comes back to you. And it's so much easier to make one Insta account better and perfect. I say perfect, but I don't mean perfect. One Insta account amazing than to have 5 billion accounts that are like kind of amazing, you know? It's, it goes back to that thing, whatever you focus on is gonna grow. So if you're not really focusing on anything because you have all these things you're trying to juggle, nothing's gonna grow. If you're focusing on one thing, every that one thing is gonna grow. And then it'll lead to exponential growth. How often does payment? Once a month. So it's once a month if you sign up before, I don't know when it's the price is going up, Thursday or something, a couple days. Um, once a month for four months and it's only 169. So it just comes through once every month. Jewelry boutique, which course is best to grow? So for jewelry, like if you're selling a service, my branding school is really good, but that just closed like a couple weeks ago. Um, I will have courses launching. I don't know how soon, but the 21 day content creation challenge is really good. I also have, I have my 10 day branding um, bootcamp that is a lot lower of a price point and that might be good for you too. You can message me after and I'll give you the link for that. Um, how many times should someone be posting on Instagram? The most important place to post is your stories, but on like the general rule is one to three times on your feed, but I can tell you it's completely like 
impossible for me to post three times a day on Instagram at this point in my business. And my stories drive so much more of my sales. I've had launches where I literally haven't posted on my feed and I've made thousands of dollars from only posting on my, on my stories. So your stories are so much more important and so much easier to keep up because you don't have to like be a slave to perfection. How long will RCC be open? I don't get paid until the 15th. What day is today? I don't know the day. <laughs> Message me. Um, I'm not sure exactly what today, like, I don't know if it'll be open until the 15th, but message me and I'll let you know. Okay, well, there, the 10 day branding bootcamp, message me if you are not a service-based business and I'll give you the link to the 10 day branding bootcamp because it's a great entry level to get you started on building your brand and your business. But if you're a service-based provider, this is the course. Kenzie, I know you would rock it. You're like, <laughs> Kenzie's so amazing. Kenzie, you need to put, did you like introduce yourself? You need to put your Instagram account in here so everybody can follow you. She's an amazing designer. Meditation Ken's had. Oh my gosh. That like makes me want to start crying, Myra. That's so sweet about the meditation being amazing. Um, it really is like, it's sometimes hard to find meditations that like they speak to you because a lot of times it's like old crusty white men talking about things that you're like, what does this have to do with anything? So the meditation is really like speaks right to what you're doing. You sign up for the 10 day branding bootcamp, recommend doing this first and going, well, just stick with the bootcamp then finish you the bootcamp. I don't know when I'm going to launch RCC again, but, um, so that's the only problem is I don't know how soon it's going to be launched and it could be two months. It could be a year. <laughs> that's what the branding school is going to be a long time, but I don't know. Message me and we'll talk about it. Okay. Does anybody else have any other questions? I can't believe we went over an hour. I'm like freaking sweating. If you want to get in, get in now so we can talk on Boxer. I can hear all about your business, tell you the exact things I like need to help you succeed because I, when it comes down to it, like I've said this before, but I had this breakthrough. I don't care what your brand looks like. I don't care what you're talking about on your Instagram. I don't care about what you're selling. All I care about is teaching you how to make money and teaching you how to actually get things to sell and how to get yourself, like how to get you hired and how to get your purpose out into the world. But in reality, I want everybody to be, <laughs> I was almost going to say rich, fat, and happy. <laughs> I want no, I want everybody to be rich and happy, <laughs> like old school, right? Like 1500s king style, rich turkey legs on fleek. But in reality, I just want you to be rich and happy, weigh whatever you want, um, because it feels awesome. It feels awesome to make money doing what you love and helping people like benefit from whatever service it is you're providing. It feels freaking amazing. So, message me if you have any questions either here or on Instagram. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out. Um, oh, Voxer. Okay. Voxer is just like, it's like a little like walkie talkie thing basically. So we get to send messages back and forth and just like back and forth. So you would send me a question and then I would send a question back to you and it like saves them all. So it's just a way to do, it's like basically like coaching for a week that you get to ask me anything you want. Okay. Okay. Bye guys. Talk to you soon. I'll be live again here tonight or <laughs> I need a freaking something. <laughs> I'll be live tomorrow night. Bye. I love you.